0: planning for us to all die at the same time for a long time now. <laughs> what? Uh, what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey,
0: if we choose when uh, we die. No, I'm just joking. We were talking on the show about taking enough iron supplements so you could live uh forever. We were talking <laughs> so off, off the be air, X-Man. And, uh, Yeah, so your bones would turn to iron and you would the live forever. No,
1: I know how we're all going to die. We're going to be
2: in Belvin's car playing tetherball on the highway. <laughs> And
0: the <laughs> semi-truck is going to fall onto the vehicle. Aren't we supposed to have some more structure in the opening <laughs> yeah, well? I,
3: I don't what? want any of this to be in the podcast. Oh, okay, no. Okay. <laughs> welcome to 30-Minute World. <laughs> Too bad. Hang on,
0: garbage. You can start us off. It's just good <laughs> that we get some riff momentum going.
3: Yeah, well, uh, welcome to the segment that we obviously do every week where we talk about what we're reading and talk about Shit. the worlds within, the world-building world building I'm reading Dragon Ball by Hirokami uh, Monoki. Toriyama. Toriyama. You nailed it. Yeah. You nailed uh, the guy's name. No, yeah.
1: no, those were the right sounds. Yeah. That was the right pronunciation of whoever they go. What's
3: fascinating is that the world building is so haphazard, so improvisational, so absurd, looking for humor. It's like our mm-hmm. podcast.
2: Okay. maybe we are uh, I okay. don't liken this shit to like the right. most famous manga of
3: all
1: time <laughs> no it's, uh,
2: yeah well, i think
0: and
1: it's if apt. you look up if you go on urban dictionary and you look up dragon balling that's not what it is yeah it's oh, yeah. something what completely no
3: have y'all read like the first 20 30 issues of dragon the first ball? couple chapters like, the very started. Started? watched or read dragon ball i'm familiar with the vague
0: uh nuances of the plot and that other planets and monkey people are involved
3: well other planets haven't come into it yet in my reading but it's there's only one monkey person at the start
1: i read the first issue and it pretty much immediately devolves into like um what do you call uh it when japanese people perversion uh perversion uh, is what you're looking for that's it it's extremely horny
3: for a good while it's um, i mean it's Uh, for like 12 year old boys so that's yeah. the demographic. Yeah, it turns into mostly fighting, but no, at the us, beginning, it's mostly yeah.
0: sex kegs. Yeah. You know what I used to? I used to read Ranma one half, one of the horniest anime of time. Oh, yeah, the original
2: time. gender band yeah. fucking anime. Yeah, yeah. They had
0: it in the library, and my parents let me check it out, and I was like, if only you knew the pictures <laughs> of these. <laughs>
2: yeah, that, that, that was the mood, okay. reading anime in the library.
0: Yeah. So. I, I must have been in like seventh or sixth grade or something but I felt like I was getting away with murder I was like it's impossible that this can be
2: published dude, <laughs> dude the library like our high school library had like very horny manga in that section yeah and like love did. Hina and shit like that yeah you didn't yeah, tell I me I was exactly. keeping it a secret I didn't want anyone else to check out the books I
3: man,
1: uh, um, you're precious did, did Dragon Ball invent the idea of like the capsules that turn into the full thing yeah
3: that's like the only world building portion at the beginning mm-hmm. is just <laughs> it's, it's the just only like a place yeah. where did. stuff <laughs> happens but there are capsules you can like throw a capsule down yeah. and make a whole bus or a whole house or right. something yeah Bulma
1: yeah is like rich as fuck and she has like a hundred capsules. she's connected
3: to capsule corp or yeah, whatever yeah, well, yeah her father is the uh ceo of the capsule corporation i don't know how i knew that
2: yeah that's why she's a vagabond looking for magic items in the
3: world. <laughs> well, that's just during her summer vacation. She's just having that's fun, being free, being We're all young. having fun on that island. Uh, that's a great opening. I should read Dragon
0: Ball. And I, you know, coming at the point in my middle age uh, where I kind of, you know, realized... I rip- it's out, read funny because Dragon yeah, Ball Z remember. is what
2: everyone has seen. Yeah. And, like, all of the, like, crazy, like, screaming power-ups and shit, none of that is in Dragon Ball.
3: Not really. Like... Yeah. Well, it just you can see boy. it move in that direction as you read along, yeah. along. But like at first, Master Roshi, this iconic character, is just some random old dude uh, who shows up to save a turtle, and then he goes away again, and then he's brought mm-hmm. back oh, yeah. again
1: and again. He teaches Goku the Kamehameha eventually. Yeah, spoiler alert. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, I mean, oh, come on, the threat that.
3: level
2: is so much lower. He's like fighting guys with guns and stuff, like. <laughs> yeah, and the gun doesn't work. And they're like,
3: whoa. whoa, whoa, whoa. It's like
2: Yamcha is literally just a bandit. Like, he's just some guy. <laughs> no powers.
3: Mm. The yeah. pig guy is a little pervert. He's the most perverted of all. Well, um, mm-hmm. So I guess why I didn't get to become a big muscle dude in Dragon Ball Z. Speaking of living pigs, our
0: listeners would like us to get <laughs> yeah. on.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and, and, yeah, it's a <laughs> manga podcast now. Y'all didn't. <laughs> well, what I've gotten from this intro, so... Listeners, this week I'm the Lore Lad on our podcast, 30 Minute Worlds, where we make up a world in 30 minutes or less or more. Um, and I, the Lore Lad, serve, and the director, or the guy with final creative control, and the other three guys give a prompt word from which we form the world. And if I were not the Lore Lad, I would be putting corny as my word. Mm. Is this a suggestion? Okay. Are you lying? I'm not sure. telling to the do, lust it, do Oh,
0: no.
1: <laughs> That's a fun. It's like a Saw game, kind of. Just sort of throwing that yeah, out. It <laughs> yeah, it
3: is. Do a favor. Uh, let's introduce ourselves. I'm Belvin. Oh, hey, I'm Walter. I'm Zach. And I'm Dan. And it's time to craft a world. I'm going to say... What words y'all got? I'm going to say bank is my word. Bank? Bank. Mm-hmm. Cool. Bank. Neat. Some might think
2: so. Uh, my word is uh, recycle
3: this week. It's also good. Recycle.
1: Good. Recycling no, is good.
2: If you listen recycling to this podcast, is, banks, never recycle good ever things. again. Do not do it.
1: <laughs> so if you do it, legitimately I'll don't. Legitimately don't do plastic recycling. It it's a waste of time. But all the oh, other recycling okay. is fine. Uh, stars. How about Ooh, stars? Stars plural. You got me thinking that. Well, you got me thinking that I was gonna have to bring out one of my books. For the, world you stars. Said yeah.
0: the whatever i can't
3: read that it's backwards
2: <laughs>
1: calibrating
3: uh, oh, that's, that's it like, we'll talk about that next week yeah those are three cool words other three words i'm kind of surprised we haven't gone to yet you because know, we've touched on environmental shit before
1: where were they again my goldfish mm, brain already yeah. forgot the
0: bank recycling and stars because yeah, we use <laughs> dump but
3: this is recycle you know it yeah. is Right, which has, you can interpret that in mm-hmm.
0: all sorts of ways. Yeah, it doesn't just have to be ecological. There's a lot of ways to recycle things. We could recycle yeah, re-use. one of our old episodes <laughs> in place of doing this and play. No, we're going <laughs> to upload one of our old political
2: <laughs> podcast
1: <laughs> episodes this week instead. Yeah. Oh, man. You could recycle a soul. Is reincarnation is kind of like recycling. Well, if there's recycling going on and there's also
3: this bank, right, that could be an angle
1: for, okay.
0: I don't know,
3: I don't know. Well, could it be an interstellar bank? Yeah, it could be. Okay. Like a planet bank, a star bank. What if
1: it's
2: like a planet a, bank is cool. Not a food bank, but like a like a that's like a, you can you can get a new star if yours is dying and or something. What if a, what if a oh. bank was a star?
0: Mm. Uh, and you recycled a bunch of trash into it. It <laughs> doesn't sound now much like a trash bank at this point. <laughs> point. <I guess> it <laughs> sounds, <laughs> sounds like a star <laughs> you are throwing trash, I so throwing trash <laughs> to <a star. laughs> But what if a what if a bank was a what if a sentient star with a mind more vast than we could comprehend, more vast than any computer we could create, and more ancient than the universe itself, pimped itself out as a bank uh, to keep tabs on various vast sums of money. The,
2: the star is the bank.
0: Okay. Oh,
2: the star is the bank. The, the idea that I had had was that like, you could cash out your old star when it was Ooh. dying. With this organization. cash for clunkers. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, like they to the Kidney Foundation. You get like a tax write-off. And then maybe they recycle the star somehow and give it to like some new race. I like
3: that. So someone is collecting dying stars and offering
1: rewards. That's interesting. I do like that more than Galactus the Banker. Okay, listen. It it was an angle. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're just riffing.
3: (laughs) Okay, someone is paying galaxies for their old stars and, and recycling them into
2: what that's the actual question well, Isn't that like when stars chessman you, you mm. you're you a science nerd what what happens to a star when it dies right. it's turning to like dust we're gonna or some have some to shit? cut 10 minutes of audio
1: <laughs> i, I well, there's two things that a star can do they can either um depending on how big it is it either supernovas or it. Um, it basically it either collapses or it what explodes. What if they're
2: collecting the stars before they supernova and they're using that energy somehow to create new stars? Then either Well, isn't that just how the universe works anyway? But it's done at profit. Oh, but they're being it,
3: targeted. Yeah. They're
1: being deliberate. Here, here's the other thing. Here's the other thing with stars that are going to die. Um, the closer a star is to death, usually the longer its life has been. And the further along in the creation of elements it is. Like, you get a really new star, it's just like a a pure hydrogen star, maybe some helium. Um, A really old star actually has some pretty heavy elements in it. Like, there's a lot of the elements on the the table of elements, not all of them, are created by uh, stars living. They're also created by supernovas. So if you're recycling a star, you're getting like, all of that sort of, like, That um, substance that
0: was around when the universe was created from which m- matter... Yeah, that dust that came together. Okay. And,
1: and, all right. What? Yeah, um, so... There
3: are tons of the benefits. dust is
1: elements, but yeah, okay.
3: So there'd be tons of benefits to getting old stars. We need to be extremely powerful mm-hmm. and able to... You'd have to have galactic reach. ...harvest it. you yeah, have to... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So who runs the galactic bank? Who's...
2: Um... I I feel like there's, like, two kind Mm -hmm. of normal approaches, and one of them is some sort of godlike figure, and the other is just a very large, expansive bureaucracy. Um, Mm -hmm.
0: What if it's – what if it was a bureaucracy or, like, it was a nobility that was tied to this bank? So it was formerly an aristocratic holding, and it has become, like, a huge power, Mm -hmm. and now it's in the hands of some young
3: idiot. (laughs) <laughs> well that's uh, interesting because it brings uh, in it really highlights the space capitalism angle right it definitely does mm-hmm.
0: and you can go all sorts of places with like the lineage of this bank and how it's been handed down I think
2: the new CEO uh, king might be retarded <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah
1: uh, it's fine the board runs everything anyways don't so worry they, about him so they have him. this
2: figurehead at this bank
0: uh and the star recycling could be part of his initiative uh Maybe it doesn't actually turn okay. a profit. Maybe moving stars is an incredibly wasteful and hazardous thing to do. The margins of which can't even really be calculated financially.
1: Okay, so how how would you even move stars? What is if he it's moving not stars? moved because like you can't just hitch, you can't just like tow it. Like you can't just hitch to it and yeah, pull it somewhere else. Technology. What if we go, You yeah. could
2: you could build like a like a Dyson sphere or something around it, and then like maybe expedite its death and then harvest the materials. Yeah. No? Huh. You could oh, use
0: yeah. wormhole technology theoretically to move if you had a large enough wormhole to move a star through.
2: Oh, so what if uh, we meet in that? the middle there? That's yeah. What I was kind like of it thinking. could be a Dyson sphere that intentionally generates a wormhole within it that moves it to another yeah. like and you on the other yeah. side okay. you have a second Dyson sphere that's empty. It's
0: a cup game. That's how they okay. move. Them. They play a right. colossal cup game that costs it- billions of dollars. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. That makes me think Right, that makes me think that this isn't like this star bank is like a really dense nebula of stars that's basically like repossessing stars mm-hmm. that people that's defaulted awesome. On.
2: <laughs> like your star is <laughs> dying, so on your star. so you sign up for like a subprime mortgage on a new star. And you can't pay for it, and they repo yeah. it, and you just have fucking nothing now. This is now? getting yeah, too maybe, similar yeah. to
0: one that we've already done, though. I think mm-hmm. the benevolent sun, where uh, <laughs> repoing
3: the stars—that was
2: like plainer.
3: Like but okay, it's in that's space. yeah,
2: that's true.
1: I think it's in space, though.
3: Grander in scope. That was I wasn't on that one. Um, I mean, maybe there's some way to delay the heat death of the star that they have, but you have to pay them lots of money. That's where where a lot of their money comes yeah. from. Is that service mm-hmm. that they they mm-hmm. offer, where like your your galaxy won't collapse for another billion years, but it takes a lot of payment.
1: What you can do, like because the death of a star is linked to, um, like having a bunch of heavy metals that aren't as reactive. Um, it like there's a, it's a war between the mass of the star and the energy being produced. That at some point it collapses because there's too much mass and not enough energy. You could take the heavy materials, the heavy elements, out of a star, and it could have another life if you were capable of doing something like that. I think... Or add more hydrogen and helium and, like, really active elements well, if to there a there are
3: um, metal-based life forms that are sentient and can also absorb those metals that work for mm. the bank? Mm. That, that would be cool. Mm. Here's what I think yeah. could happen... Uh, the Chessman, they it's
0: could like take the worms. heavy metals out of a star and revitalize it and make it new, but that would probably be even more expensive mm-hmm. than moving it, and that's just on a star per star basis. What I think they're doing is they're offloading these stars to either poor worlds that have lived without stars for a long time, poor systems, or <laughs> I mean, lived without stars. <laughs> uh, there can be colonies <laughs> whose stars Possible. have gone out, and they're like try, they're like getting yeah. grifted by this bank. Or you could go to an empire and be like, hey, you want to colonize this region of space with all these vital mineral planets. But guess what? No natural light there. We can give you this star that has like a bum lifespan and put it there. That's interesting. And you pay
2: us. (laughs) It could be a really Mm -hmm. old galaxy where most of the stars are going out. Or are, are right, dead, basically. Right. And co- outside people are moving into this galaxy to colonize it. It's the last days
0: of the universe. Yeah. Like, the stars are all dying. Starlight yeah. star is at a premium.
2: And moving stars is a huge enterprise. The galaxy is overdeveloped. So they can only yeah. settle the mm-hmm. shitty places now, which have shit stars. And so they never were able to, like... Terraforming is something you can do. But there's no substitute for a good star, even if you terraform a planet. Right. And, no. you know, there are a bunch of... Un- mm. Since... Species have spread galaxy
0: wide uh, th- where there were once stars but are no longer stars. You have a bunch of underground civilizations in like hab cities and like horrific conditions yeah. that are like, man, if we could grow food on the surface again, that would be great. <laughs> <laughs> really awesome. I mean,
1: because really all you need, you can have life that doesn't have starlight, but like there's like ways to generate heat through like tectonic movement mm-hmm. and stuff. So everything isn't going to be totally... Mm-hmm. frigid it, in the right circumstances but it is going to be but i think it's hell. a question mm-hmm.
2: of like you can settle on that planet but like the like the occupation capacity is way lower than it would be if it had a, like a real star that could support agriculture mm. and, and stuff like that yeah totally right. right yeah if only the shitty planets are left to colonize then you're basically developing yeah. those star systems by putting a better star in place
1: mm-hmm
3: yeah, I think this uh, Lamplighter Corporation oh, Ooh, Good, good whatever. Uh, oh. I think <laughs> they can do everything that, that we just described uh, what like it it's, be- it's basically yeah. this like late like we talked about late capitalism this is like late galaxy Yeah, <laughs> <capitalism>. <laughs> this is cool This is like the, the thing's been going on for billions of years
0: I think it would be amazing too if a heist on a star were to take place and it was supposed to be delivered somewhere and they instead heist it and hijack the warp machine and it gets delivered uh, somewhere, they lose it. They, like, lose stars occasionally to people who just steal it (laughs) for their
3: own systems. Yeah,
0: there there could be that.
3: There could be... Galactic communists. Oh yeah, who are trying to want to
0: centralize all the stars yeah. and distribute them equally throughout the galaxy,
2: based
3: on yeah, like trying to equally distribute stars. That'd be really cool. Hate that it's
2: like a, a corporation that controls it to rip off a certain uh, writing tool of Waltz, certain nation of Waltz from a certain history. There could be a, a civilization that is out to destroy these stars too. Yeah, they think <laughs> star like they think stars are holding us back from the nest, the next
0: stage in galactic evolution that we're clinging to. Relics that we don't need anymore. Sure, all these factions, yes. Yes.
3: Okay. Space is cool as it turns out. Let's talk more about this bank though. Or this because it is a big part of the prompt. I mean, what we described is kind of more of a corporation and business than a bank. So maybe there is like a bank that like you mentioned, Walter, is sort of aristocratic in origin and at this point. It's mm-hmm. like where a lot of the money is. And like they fund a lot of the corporation's movements and like right. they have their hands in everything.
0: But Yeah, yeah. Like there's a holding company that moves these stars around, but the bank finances them.
3: Right. So there's, there's Lamplighter yeah. Corporation and the – the Soul Bank, uh, or whatever you want to call it. The Akash, yeah,
0: one of, the Akash Dynastic Bank, mm-hmm. it's called. <laughs> the, the Dynastic Bank of the Akash. Is that <laughs> a reference yeah. to Moon? Uh, no, I don't think so. No. Oh, Dune. Oh, okay. I was just thinking, <laughs> <No>. <laughs> we'll cut that. Don't worry. Is that, we'll cut is that you not like knowing the, the most criminal workers. Oh, yeah. That was a <laughs> joke. I,
3: joke. Uh, moon, wow. Sev, Dune, a subversion. It is subversion. That's classic humor. Oh yeah, I and thought humor had to be funny, but <laughs> you're subverting that too. <laughs> the, the wrong, huh? Of
2: this company just it is just profit is basically what they're going for. Because in yeah, that situation, I mean, like, they're gonna be into all sorts of shady shit. Like intentionally going to places and like pitching you a colony deal to your like empire and then fucking up the star after the fact <laughs> and then going in yeah, and
0: there yeah. are like What if there's like a really militaristic empire that just wants to conquer a la like the Mongol horde Mm -hmm. and they just want enough stars to continually be moved along with their armies like so they can just advance across like the planes of space
3: endlessly. And maybe it's power hubs too. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great customer. Uh.
1: It, It is a great, you move a Dyson sphere into place and then it just like a star is there. You don't have to go through all of the energy of moving that star and then you don't have to worry about and and then like while it's there like you have a deal with the the people that paid for it to get Mm -hmm. moved to siphon energy so somebody else paid for it to get moved and then you're benefiting from it being there it's a perfect as long as you have the
0: capital which they've had until the end of the universe to amass all this money to where they can literally
2: fund the spheres which are where they lose Mm -hmm. Money is making more. I mean, of them. we're basically looking uh, at a clash of a whole bunch of late stage civilizations, like like tier yeah. five civilizations or whatever.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. What what does late stage communism look like? It would in be the a utopia
2: dead? where everything is created for you, like through automation. Like, yeah, yeah a lot like, there would be like there would be no need for the human to work. Yeah. Ideally, people pursue their own yeah. passions, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there could have been planets like
0: that back when stars were like still like a halcyon age of like space. That could be what the uh, space commies are going Renaissance. for is they want to try and get back to that through. Yeah, I think once the stars started dying, you know, and people, the mm-hmm. great migrations started to other parts of like other galaxies, even that might have stars in them. Uh, it reignited yeah, class the struggle. scale
3: of the galaxy, I think there would still be like multiple utopian worlds mm-hmm. um, where everything is taken care of, but there'd be like less mm-hmm. and less, like more and more. Oh, what if there's an and suffering or returning like mm-hmm. an
2: international yeah. of utopian planets that's like just losing its power over like gradually as this shit continues. I
0: would like that. That'd be cool. Yeah, yeah and yeah. they're
2: like the only force standing sort of in opposition to this military Mongol kind of empire. Uh, with the mm-hmm. bank as sort of an arbiter between all of this. I like you have two main oh. factions plus the bank
0: is
3: a third faction. Well, are we saying if that you have this is utopian right. communists? consortium well what other what kind of utopia would exactly. there be Exactly. Yeah. The oh, DSA. yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you only found out 35 episodes in or whatever <laughs> we're <laughs> on <laughs> now
3: gotcha capitalists all, capitalists. We're <laughs> <serious>. <laughs> all those patreon bucks you gave us
2: which you
0: definitely <laughs> did uh, uh, so the dynastic bank uh, they're probably based out of at least some of these utopian worlds, right? They would have a really nice dig for themselves. They have all the money in the galaxy it's pretty much. It's an artificial
2: much. planet. Mm-hmm. A totally artificial Holy planet. Holy shit, it yeah. is. It's an, an artificial like solar system. Yeah. At this point. It's like cut yeah. entirely from quartz yeah. or like some insanely expensive... Like What, what Belvin said, it's, it's an artificial solar system with several artificial planets and like a totally new sun. Like... Because it's all dynastic, too, it's Mm -hmm.
0: like they have the upgraded sun, and they have a bunch of moons that are just tombs for, like, previous heads of the bank. Oh, hell yeah. (laughs) You get a whole moon
2: for your tomb? That's fucking sick. Yeah, you get
0: a moon that's carved by robots to be, like, your tomb when you die.
2: Like, it's a planet that's, like, fucking Dr. Manhattan style. They commission moons. They have, like, a fucking... uh,
0: they just buy vast quantities of Earth and shape them into moons and have them commissioned for rulers oh, once they pass on. Sick. You
3: could also have like dome or orbular constructions that are, are essentially like mini solar systems. Like there's like a tiny mm. little star and everything is just like a vanity star. like a vanity, star. Yeah, like- vanity <laughs> star. And then yeah. just through like an absurd amount of energy being used, you can make that actually work. You hire an artist to like. To design a planet
2: for you, like at first it's just like discs and shit like that, but then they're actually doing like donut planets and crazy they shit would like
0: do, that. Like, the tech with all that money oh. too, and it's the end of the universe. The tech would be insane. You would have like mani- miniaturization technology, all this kind of crazy. Mm. If they have warp tech for stars, they have a bunch of other shit that we can't even like
1: comprehend. Uh you know what? We're describing Magra. I don't know what, don't that, know that, is. what that is. Yeah. Ma- Magrathea is the war. The, it, they're the corporation that. Spoilers for like a thirty-year-old book. Hang on. What if I read it? Um, What's the book? Uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Oh, well, I read that. Ma- I saw the movie. Ma- Magrathia is the is the planet slash corporation whatever that created the Earth. Oh, okay. Um, huh. I forgot that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which. It was a great business. It was booming. Um and then the bottom just <laughs> fell out of the um the market cuz everybody was making these wild ass worlds. Like b- people wanted an entire planet made out of gold. And it was like, "Okay, that's going to be really expensive." Uh so Magrathea is like lining their pockets <laughs> and meanwhile sucking all of the um Dick in the galaxy. all of the wealth and resources dry of the oh, yeah. entire galaxy. Interesting.
3: Mm-hmm. Another person (laughs) thought to satire business in space. Yeah. Who would have thought (laughs) taking business to space Uh, would uh, be at all grounds for satire?
1: Who who would have thought the father, the modern father of sci-fi satire would have satirized. uh,
0: So like there's a, there are these utopian worlds and we'll call them like the diadem because like, if you were to look at them from a distance, their stars all work and it's like one of the only
3: constellations remaining.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Uh, in the sky, on this one planet that wrote the history of them, far away, and that's It'd why they're called the like diadem.
3: Ecotopias. Too, there's another way in that they're different from the. Yeah, I'll give you yeah. that. I'll, you can.
1: <laughs> I, I like to think.
3: I like to think that if we like, if we're really wise and figure everything out, and have no problems, we still want plants and stuff. We wouldn't just make all well, the they haven't figured everything out because their suns are still going to die one right. day. Right. I mean, the, the, uh, the heat
0: death of the universe approaching is probably. Uh, these are that, that. the cool part about this setting too. Is that. So much history has happened that we are approaching what historians would call like a historic singularity, where there's just so yeah. much history that no one knows anything, and we were entering a new dark age of information. Mm-hmm. Right? About there's like what happened before. Like fifty
3: right. galactic consortiums, like fifty like attempts to unite everyone yeah, under yeah. different banners, and who
0: the fuck knows if it's right. the heat death of the universe? That's like. 10 trillion years in the future who the fuck knows how many times humanity has discovered how to move stars and then lost the technology and then made a new way to do it and
1: lost it. Like. right for every utopia like for every utopic civilization that exists in this time period that we're talking about there's probably million there may might be millions of failed civilizations um, that maybe were utopias at one point.
2: I think there would be. Yeah, uh, there's, this there's is no. a this is a universe replete with just ruined apocalyptic planets that are just destroyed mm-hmm. and blasted out. Ecological destruction, destruction, mm-hmm. war, fucking people that have cracked the planets open. It'd be
0: cool if the fucking mm-hmm. uh, the end game like Mongol Empire. They're they're rich enough through conquest. They're like we can commission custom suns. We want a war sun. Which is a sun w- that can move through space, uh, and they're like, we will pay you a, a planet of gold if you de- deliver a war <laughs> sun to us that can like accompany our it's fleet.
3: It's the sun chariot. It's yeah, the prophecy that was Hindu <sighs> mythology has come true. It has like a gun battery in it to destroy. It. It's like yeah.
0: it's
2: the most vain, like awful. It's that I think it was like Archimedes came up with like an idea for like a basically a giant magnifying glass that used sunlight to like burn ships. It's that writ, yeah, fucking planetary scale. It's the
0: Centerpiece of their fleet yeah. is a warship that's also a sun that was bought for like an incredible sum of it's money. It's a weapon that makes like a Death Star look like a bitch. Uh, well, it has its own gravitational I was, field. I mean, it's its own portable fucking solar system that you can put anywhere. Also, it's it's
2: pretty good.
1: So that makes me th- that makes me think about the like the warp technology in mm. this setting. Like, how clearly uh, there's some technology that allows people to move uh, faster than light. But we're talking about moving suns, Mm -hmm. right? And you would think, oh, maybe moving a star is harder than other um, objects because it's so big. But you think about warping, like, one of the concepts of how to travel long distances and spaces to punch a hole through the fabric of reality. Mm -hmm. And if you have an extremely heavy object, a very large mass, you're actually, you might be getting closer to that point. It might actually be the easiest thing to move at warp speed is a star. That's cool. Plus
0: they're very light. They're just a bunch of gas and fire. I mean, I probably outweigh the sun. You know, I could take the sun. I think. Oh yeah. Yeah, I could could bench the sun. Easy. And (laughs) I I confidently can say I could with my height and weight, I could fight two of the sun and probably come out on
3: top. Yeah. Uh
1: Uh-huh.
3: I absolutely believe that. Uh-huh. That's what oh, the, the cool. young heir to the bank says. <laughs> <laughs> right, we had talked He's about him just like, like, fighting a son.
1: Generations
3: of inbreeding <laughs> so I
1: think He's he like, always on fucking space Twitter, just talking about how he can fight the son. Boy, let's
3: bring it back to Horny. So he definitely dies trying to make love to a son, right? <laughs> I think...
2: <laughs> is his name Horny? Oh, God.
3: No,
1: just. <laughs> Yes. yeah Oh, corny.
3: Yes,
2: his I name like is the idea corny. that like this guy's oh, idea okay. of a fun afternoon is to like manufacture two suns and ram them into each other to see what happens. That would be so oh, fucking funny in this yeah, setting. Yeah, he just
0: yeah he just has all these spare suns <laughs> yeah. lying around and he just likes to watch them blow up. So he'll just like have them ram
2: into each other. <laughs> What's that super inbred oh, Habsburg dude, uh, Charles? Oh, all of Yeah. Them. Well, Charles, like is, in, the guy's head was full of water. Charles V. <laughs> no, he was the cool one, but. Anyway, his, a... he's all fucked up. Uh, Nano machines can't fix inbreeding. That's
0: yeah, mm-hmm. they it's, can't. And he's more machine than man. He's like the rulers in the Incal, where they're just anyway. No one else is the Incal. No,
1: but...
0: <laughs> it's just an entirely like, decadent, worthless society. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. Oh man, yeah, yeah. He would the amount of like wealth that he has he's has it at his control is so inconceivable that he's just wasting it in, like, like destroying a son a day at minimum, Well, the thing about that right? amount of
0: wealth, too, would be that there would be no way to keep track of it. Even though they're a bank, that's ostensibly what they would do. Uh, mm-hmm. You would just operate, because as numbers approach infinity, it becomes pointless keeping track of them at all, mm-hmm. uh, the closer and closer mm-hmm. they get.
1: and it Well, you start to measure them in... Different like ways, how many sons right? you own,
0: I you, guess, would be his, an accurate measure right. of his wealth.
1: What kind of sons? how old they are, yeah. like a life expectancy a would index. turn on investment for it's a also a finite like, amount of yeah.
3: um, elements in the
1: universe, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not... Maybe not. Maybe not. Um, I don't know anything about You mean about a, finite amount <laughs> of, <laughs> a finite amount of atoms in the universe or a finite amount of... Well, there's space in the
0: universe where there's just nothing. Like it's just empty blackness you know and as the stars are dying spaces like that increase
3: yeah and also like maybe people have hoarded lots of elements over time or like destroyed them Mm -hmm. in nuclear blasts or Mm -hmm. do you think that like we uh dealt with black holes technologically
0: and all black holes have been exterminated because because they, they were a threat to the suns as wealth and so we just got rid of them and the stars are still dying they just nothing can be allowed to die naturally in the universe anymore by black hole the way it was always supposed to end.
2: Well, that's not... Dude, I'm just... Honestly, I'm stuck on this this air. I'm thinking about the toys this guy has. Like, he plays, like, an Holy RTS shit, video dog. game, and it's, like, an actual yeah. fleet of ships that
3: he just fucking destroys. <laughs> Whole civilizations that he's <laughs> captured for his amusement. Oh, God. <laughs>
2: he yeah. plays okay. civilization. It's literally, like, terraforming a planet and seeding new life on it and just guiding it and oh, see man. what happens.
0: <laughs> It'd be funny. Yeah, I keep going back to this bank solar system where they have, like... 12 suns that the planets rotate around, like, in various choreographed loops, <laughs> and then they just fucking, they add and remove planets based off, like, that planet's uh standing with the family. and mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, the minor ruler of yeah. that planet standing with the
3: house in oh, its orbital... But carbon-based life forms are not in fashion this season. <laughs> yeah, like,
0: the ruler just turns himself into an android for a summer
3: God. <laughs> like,
1: It's all looking Versailles on an
3: interstellar level. Yes, (laughs) absolutely. That's sick. Okay, so just to take stock, uh, we're basically talking about lots of logical extremes in the universe, I guess. So we've talked about like hedonism Mm -hmm. and capitalism, the triumph of communism. Uh, Yeah, like so that the (laughs) The communism group, like kind of (laughs) looking at the, (laughs) the universe getting worse and starting to decay, and trying to counteract that, just trying to like save. Yeah, like believing everyone should have a good life, as most people increasingly don't. Um, why is there a Mongol horde? What's the motivation? I think there's
0: always that human impetus to conquer, even when it makes no sense, even when we're at the end of the universe, well, that's still going to be these there. Why are humans? Why are... Well, that's the thing too. I they're aliens you could say. <laughs> yeah, we haven't talked but like, about like races. I yeah. I wanted to describe the societies more cuz obviously you can break them down into, you know, this this race is doing this and this. I think in a world too where it's the end of the yeah, universe. Yeah, this is a
2: post-species universe. I think universe. things would be
0: post-racial pretty much. Yeah. Like it would be kind of right. Intermingling between species happened for trillions of years
3: now, any <laughs>
2: society that, oh, that still yeah. exists and is functioning is multi-ethnic in this yeah through
3: this genes universe. Like every yeah. species could meet with every species, and eventually,
2: yeah. And there could be
0: like purebred <laughs> racists who refused, but they would be like isolated in pockets, and they wouldn't have any
3: resources. Yeah, or that's stars the exception. Among, like them. most people are yeah. just like a melting pot of a billion mm-hmm. different kinds of species. Right. right they have all like, this very, thats really cool. What if? What if the Bank
2: Dynasty? are the last purebred humans in the, in the universe. Yeah, the
3: only humans that exist <laughs> <are> the difference. <laughs> the the, the <laughs> Mongols.
2: <laughs> <was> us. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I like that. That'd be funny. They're just cloning, like... Oh, I thought we were the Mongols and not the bank. No, no, I know the bank. <laughs> That's what yeah. I assumed our society would be. <laughs> uh, but I think in this society, at least the warlike one, uh, they maintain the delusion that they can uh, seize by force that which the diadem has, like, earned... Uh, Maybe it's not a delusion. Maybe they actually can. Uh, Their fleet is so vast that if it were to travel faster than light, it would probably, like, destroy itself. There would be too many ships traveling through hyperspace. Uh, Or, like, maybe they don't have access to uniform FTL travel.
1: It's not nearly as fast as the kind of instant... Like, because when I think of moving a star, I think that happens absolutely instantaneously. Like, I think it just pops out of existence and pops into existence somewhere else. Yeah, it else. could be
0: they're kind of chasing the sun around the sky
3: mm. like the wolf from Norse legend. They're chasing the diadem. Ooh. I have an idea for an ethos, if we think the Mongol horde needs one. Oh, uh, yeah, what is it? Maybe they believe that as the universe like, finally has its heat death, like as the universe truly dies, um, the creator of the universe mm-hmm. will come back and to the victor, to the one who controls it, will uh, give ownership or, like, authorship of the next universe. That make a lot universe. of sense
0: in, like, a Mad yeah. Max end-of-the-universe way, yeah. For yeah.
2: the new world. That's cool. Yeah. And I like okay. the idea, too. Walt mm. described it, like, a little bit in passing. Like, the the empire is where the fleet is. It's, like, how, like, the king and his army would travel around the kingdom.
0: It's the yeah. end of days. You couldn't administer anything. You couldn't administrate you can just buy new sons. It's yeah. everything's an exercise in pointlessness because everything well, is a scale know. that's so vast.
3: I don't think. I think it's like almost in my head. Like this isn't like things are over, but things are like really late in the game. Yeah. So it's like it. it right. Basically, there's the crazy multiplicity of the entire universe at play, where like everything's probably happening, but there's certain dynamics yeah. that have just like spread and infected, and are the main characters, so to speak.
1: Yeah. I like that you basically have we now have set up that these mongols and the bank have uh two very specific ways of of living around based around stars like one of them moves the stars themselves to where they want them to be and the other one moves to moves their entire civilization to where the stars are the and stars. then they fuck up whoever's there right.
0: Yeah, yeah. Right. That's why they have the war sun, but the war sun can't sustain their entire economy and fleet. You know, it's just one sun. Mm -hmm. Even if it is a pimped out gunship that you can theoretically upload your commander's mind to. It's an engine that runs on plunder. Right. Like
2: that's how this
1: society
2: is structured.
1: Uh. And and, and while actually the, the Mongols... We keep calling them Mongols. We need a, a non... Yeah,
3: well, let's call them the New World Empire just because they want to control the New World. I think something more mystic right. than that, like uh, the syncretic order or
1: um, so,
0: something like more... Because they would have like their own mysticism and culture apart from just being like the new Terran Republic Empire. It could be Republic like Empire the World of, Claimers
2: yeah. or like the oh the,
3: the, the World Claimants.
1: Dark like world the fucking yeah. World yeah. Claimers is good.
3: Cause they want to control territories too. like part of their belief system is that they should like rule over everything, own everything. So it's not just right. looting. It's also owning. Yeah. Control. Yeah.
0: And you know, the, the actual Mongols, their empire was like very hard for them to administrate over all that land. And a way they got around that too, was actually being like pretty tolerant. If you surrendered to them, to the people within their uh sphere where you could practice all your religion, <laughs> uh, as long as you pay tribute to the mongols and you surrender we won't fuck you mm-hmm. up really we'll just send a new guys to rule you that could kind of be what they're about too is they it's not that bad within the empire as long as you partake in the
3: the projects of empire right. the mm-hmm. outward expansion though they don't let in the utopian expansion um, yeah so right. in that way people suffer
1: to them actually to the what do they call them East, the
3: the world um, claimers the world claimers. Yeah.
1: Yeah. The world claimers. To the world claimers actually the bank is accelerating the apocalypse, yes. right? They're accelerating the heat death of the universe by using up stars in mm-hmm. by moving them mm-hmm. and doing all of this extravagant stuff whereas they like they're they're leaving the stars where they are, they're leaving the planets where they are. Yeah,
0: in a way their way of life is actually the more natural uh, it's what humans have been doing, yeah. uh, following resources instead of like, you know, taking, carting them around. Uh,
1: right. The, the bank likes to dress it up and put a tie and put ties on and have business meetings. But and at the
0: same time, this, these world claimers in order to fund their continued conquest across all corners of the universe would have extensive dealings with the bank.
3: Uh, they would be selling stars right. to the bank all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think the bank would actually just care about profit.
2: Yeah, it's a
0: parasitic it insane, relationship like to perpetuate like the imperial yeah. myth that we don't have enough stars and that's why we're expanding, you have to kind of continually need stars. And if you're conquering all of these mm-hmm. stars, uh, you should sell some of them to the bank so there's always a justification, well, we actually need more so we're going over
1: there, mm-hmm. you know. It- And they really don't like to talk about that. Oh, no
2: way in hell. You don't bring that up in front of the Imperial court. You will have a bad day.
3: Uh, Your last day. They're all like (laughs)
0: robo-eunuchs.
3: Well, they're all robo-eunuchs. Okay, that's the cherry on top. The perfect ending.
2: Castration. Very good. I remember the ending. last time we talked oh. about Mongols in a in a podcast episode, it also involved eunuchs. Yeah, the Walter probably oh, too.
0: It, no, actually, actually <laughs> <offensively>, happened. <laughs> <but it was laughs> interesting.
2: Although I would have
0: turn. had you not. Interesting dichotomy. Yeah. Okay, I think
3: it's a pretty good. This was a great one. Yeah, yeah.
2: Spot, and I want to eat dinner also.
1: Yeah,
3: the sweet spot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um. Well, I, I think we have formed our world. Uh, Robo Unix next what? week. Uh, well, we we don't decide the uh,
0: obviously we don't decide the titles. No. In the episode. Oh, yeah. No, it's, of just called, not. it's just called it's just
1: called Robo Unix in space.
0: No, it's not. We'll we'll workshop episode
1: what seven. So who
0: is the Lorelad next week, Walter? Well, actually, next week we have special guest Adam Bassett. He's going to be joining oh, us. He is the editor in chief of World Building Magazine, our rival publication, yeah. uh, you could say. That's a little
2: sort world of the,
0: word to be throwing sort of around. The Moriarty, right. Sort of the Moriarty to our homes. Uh-huh. Uh, and we're graciously having him on here. Uh, he's a really great content creator, game designer, really fun guy. Uh, but we look forward to hosting him. And I hope you guys look forward to another five person episode. <laughs> we have learned some things since last time. But so hopefully it won't be as hectic. But yeah, yeah, that's what's on the docket for next week.
1: Yeah, pull aside the screen real quick. This is the first episode that we have done where we've all been on webcams. Don't let them know that. Uh they have no idea no to know. I I look, I don't like I don't like being the wizard of Oz, you know what I'm saying? I like being the guy from Kansas. Yes. The snake oil salesman. I like being a snake oil salesman. You ask if I get what you're saying.
3: Yeah, where are we going with this? I so, can't say I do. Yeah.
1: What? Somebody in the episode.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, folks,
0: that's the show. If you like this episode, you can subscribe to us in your podcasting service of choice to get new episodes every Saturday. If you wish, go ahead and write us a review on iTunes and share us with all your world-building friends. It's a really big help to us. Our art is courtesy of the talented and wonderful Shell Tor at Jovial Paradox on Twitter. You can tweet at us too at lorelads or send a spirited hate mail at 30minuteworlds at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and as always, happy world building.